and you're listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. And you're listening to our 10th episode. Here it is, our 10th episode. Hooray. Who fucking thought we made it this far? I know. That's pretty cool. And what I really need to say is, this is our last recording before the camping trip, available at tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com. This is our last recording before the camping trip actually goes live. Yeah, it might be our last recording ever if, you know, we make millions off of that band camp. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, because it'll have been out for a few weeks by the time this drops. So yeah, I'm sure I'll have to hire a fucking uh, accountant and a tax lawyer and no everything shit. else to deal with all the money that's going to be rolling in. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> so how... As we're leading up to it, and this wasn't planned, I just thought of this. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling as we're leading up to the release this Wednesday? I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be out. I'm ready to get feedback. My yeah. my greatest fear is that we'll just be laughed at, or or worse yep. yet, worse yet, like it'll just be silence. Be like, hey, the camping trip's out, and everybody's like, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, we'll sell like two copies, and then that's it. Well, and like no, and like nobody inside. or. Or we'll sell, or we'll sell like five or six copies, and nobody will still say anything about it. <laughs> which, yeah. which to me means, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. No shit. So it's like, well, oh, hmm, okay, they can't even like make fun of us. Okay, that's really bad. <laughs> it's so bad they don't even want to sully themselves with uh, making fun of us. I told you this last night. I think it was mm. that. You're going through, and I'm going through it too, those same nerves that you're having that either people will be like, oh my god, they're so fucking lame. (laughs) I've got that fear, or just, you know, fucking put it out, it'll sell, you know, five or six copies in crickets. Yeah. I've got those same fears too, and it's the same shit I've gone through many times with, you know, different videos I've put out, like all four of those Star Wars videos. And I even had people, like, when I was writing those, telling me, like, this is pretty good. Keep going. All four of them, right before I released them, it was like, oh, God, what if this is the one where they laugh? What if this is the one where they say, has this fucking idiot ever seen Star Wars? Does he know what Star Wars is? Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, that video I did, um, Family Dinner, and that other one, Love and War, where I got a little serious for a minute. Yeah. After I cut those, I got them all ready. It's like, wait, what if they laugh? What if, you know, I think I'm being, you know, serious and kind of emotional, and they're like, look at this fucking loser. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been through this feeling many times, and I hope it turns out as well as those experiences did. Me too. That being said, the thing that I'm going to end up hanging my hat on is, like, it's done. You yeah. Know? We did it beginning to end. It's done. It's packaged. It's published. Yeah. You know. And again... I'm with you. I've had many ideas where, you know, I have them, and it's like, well, no way I can do it, because, you know, it either it has to be shot or, you know, whatever shit like that. I've had them, and they just die on the vine, because there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. This, at the very least, even if everybody else thinks it's a piece of shit, they laugh at us, they fucking, you know, think it was just the stupidest idea ever. I can always be proud that I didn't, or we, we didn't just let it die. It wasn't just me saying, hey, would you want to do an audio drama? And it's like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then it just fucking died there. We followed it through. We pursued it. We did it. It's out there. Whether people like it or not, it's out there. So, again, I'm with you on that. 
Yep. Set it free and let it live its let it live its own life now. Mm-hmm. And this is a little inside baseball, and if you want to cut it, that's up to you. Uh huh. I've based on I was counting it out how many people who you know followed the production of it, which this is something we didn't talk about on the bonus pod because we didn't you know know at that point it still wasn't done. Mm-hmm. But this was six a six month production to the day. December 26th to June 26th. Exactly six months to the day that this was done, or this took. And I was thinking about it, all the people, and I've heard from them all since we've announced the date for it. Yeah. I I feel pretty safe in saying that we're probably going to sell more than five or six. It feels like at least eight, which I mean, you know, what's the difference between five and six, five or six or, and eight? It's a big difference, at least for my psyche. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm feeling pretty good about it. And there's a few people like, uh, oh God, I don't know how to pronounce it. She's gonna kill me for not knowing. But at Ginger N A R C E, I don't know how to pronounce it because that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. She posted it on her Tumblr. She posted the poster for it on her Tumblr. Which that right there, that's just fucking awesome. Yeah, that's cool. That I I can't even fucking express how awesome that is to me. Because, you know, she's been listening to us, and now she's fucking doing this. She seems really excited for it because she's a big camper, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's going to be ruined for her soon. <laughs> Spoilers, there's not a ton of camping being done, but. There's a lot of blood. I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm excited about it. I'm anxious to get it out there. And like I said, bottom line, I'm just proud that we did it. Yeah. We'll always have something that's that's done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we've got, at this point, seven episodes of something that's done. Oh, yeah. This is another thing. It's like, I've wanted to tweet it, but it doesn't, in print, it sounds like, oh, God, he's got a gun in his mouth. That's (laughs) not what it is, but it's like this pod and then all the shit I've done on YouTube, the camping trip, finally, I don't have that feeling like, if I die tomorrow, oh, well. I finally feel like there's a body of work out there that, to be proud of, you know? Well, good. So, I'll try to stay away from any place dangerous for the next couple days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it does. When you put that in Twitter, it's like, I finally got a, bo- a body of work that if I die tomorrow, I can be proud of. That sounds like I'm sitting over here with my fucking toe on the trigger uh, of a shotgun. It's like, go back <laughs> So, Yeah. Camping trip, it's now available. Go buy it, please, God, please. <laughs> and if you like it, tell us, and if you like it, tell your friends, and let's just all fucking hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Yeah, if you don't like it, just, you know. Keep that to yourself, please. Yeah. No refunds. <laughs> all sales final. Yes. And hopefully by this point we'll have the other thing ready, if you want to talk about that real quick, before we get into the shit we have planned. Oh, yeah. the Posters? Oh, yeah, yeah. What'd you think I was talking about? Book club. Oh, well, I'm hoping that'll launch after episode nine, but yeah. who knows? Yeah, we want to get the camping trip totally out of the way before we start dropping those. Even start fucking around with book club, yeah. Yeah, because those still got to be cut. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, I know, man. We're hoping to have posters available, too. We're still trying to figure out the logistics of how we're going to do that. Yeah, I'm thinking right now the thing that makes the most sense would be 
to to order a small batch of them, eleven by seventeen, and then uh, probably just set them up on eBay. With I started to do it uh, on the Bandcamp site, uh, but then I but then I realized, you know, they don't do any shipping for you or anything. So domestic, it's no big deal. I could just mail them. That's no big deal. But yeah, we have people who listen international, and if for yeah. some reason somebody wants one. The it's it's would like butt fuck you. oh it would yeah it would more than butt fuck you like it's I think the the cheapest package like we mailed those uh, business cards which we could we could mention that too is uh, those oh, yeah. those have shown those have shown up for people all around the world yeah and those like first class international letter was like a dollar yeah it was like a dollar dollar fifty something like that to go to fucking yeah. Spain or you know wherever yeah. Costa Rica even. But then if it's if it's the next size up from letter, which is package, or where there's like, I think oversized flat mailer or something, like it's bigger than a letter, but it's still flat, we would do them rolled anyway. And so that would be a package. And the cheapest package international shipping is like $25. And it's like, holy, nice. I was like, holy fuck, we were only going to sell them for like $5. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... So yeah, so if I have to make you guys pay twenty five dollars to mail them somewhere, um, that's not cool. No. So, but eBay has an, an international shipping program. So, I mean, the way I understand it, it's you know, I just ship it to a place in Georgia, and then they route it to whatever Handle country it it's there. going to. Yeah. And as far as I can tell, it doesn't cost anything extra. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I think we'll, we'll probably find do. out. Yeah, we'll find out. As if anybody international is really going to buy one of these, but I, I want the option to be there without without the prohibitive like, holy fuck, it's going to cost twenty five dollars to ship it. Forget yeah, that. It's going to cost more to ship it than it is for you to fucking buy the goddamn thing. Yeah, you could buy fucking five of them for how much it costs to ship it. No shit. The point is, we're trying to make them available if you want them as cheap as we possibly can to buy and ship them. Yeah, because shipping is going to be included. Or, well, shipping is going to be added to what you pay to buy the damn thing. Right, right. So, Let, yeah. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> Some of us are already there. Yeah. <laughs> Watch for the posters and camping trips available. Again, tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com. We got that out of the way. Now what are we going to go into? We've been going for like 15 minutes or so. Should we go into the first topic or do you want to do your joke first? Let's get the fucking most painful part out of the way. Take our medicine first, and then uh, we'll eat the broccoli first, and then we can have the uh, ice cream. Yep. All right. Play the theme song. Doom's Joke Corner. Okay. <laughs> That's always weird, because for us, it's like, you know, half a second, but for them, they gotta wait six seconds, and we gotta act like we waited. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have to act like it, but... You sort of feel like you have to. Anyway. <laughs> Except when you talk about it, then it doesn't really seem like we waited. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, here we go. Two... Quit fucking falling, you cocksucker. Sorry. <laughs> uh, doom unleashed. <laughs> uh, anywho. <laughs> Trust me, when we get to the end of the show and we do fuck this shit or fuck that shit, I forget what it's called again. I think it's fuck this shit. There's going to be a lot of fucking anger from me. Trust me. 
Because I've got shit to unleash. Okay, here's a joke. Here's a fucking joke. Listen to it, goddammit. You all right over there? <laughs> no, that was you. That was me impersonating oh. you. Okay. You got to heighten it a little. Get a little more angry. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Mr. McGee, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Let's stop talking about that shit because you fucking make those references and I want to go back and watch that show or talk about it, damn it. Another day. <laughs> yeah. See, I want to talk about Twilight Zone again, too. Anywho, two cannibals were wandering around in the desert for days without food. How long was it? <laughs> that, it's not that kind of joke. Oh, man. sorry. It's okay. match game. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> they were hungry and desolate. To their delight, they stumble upon a dead human carcass, pristine from any scavengers. So the two cannibals sink their teeth into the dead flesh, tearing it apart, one starting from the head, one starting from the toes. After... <laughs> After a few minutes, the guy at the head yells to the cannibal at the bottom, Hey, how's it going down there? The cannibal at the bottom yells, This is great! I'm having a ball! The guy at the top says, Hey, slow down and enjoy it! You're eating too damn fast! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's good. Get it, because he was eating his nuts? Nothing makes a joke funnier than when you have to explain it. Uh-huh. Well, I just wanted to make sure it didn't go over anybody's head. <laughs> oh, good lord. No, these people are smart. They they like the joke corner. They get it. They weren't all almost doctors like you, but they understand jokes. They, they yeah, I know. I was almost a doctor. Thank you. I know. <laughs> I listened to that episode. Yeah. If you want to hear all about my educational background, you can uh, listen to Just Jump to the End. At JJ2END on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Are we just going to whore or are we going to talk about shit? I don't know. I thought the punchline to that joke was going to be that he was eating a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to go so tame uh, with it. Well, I mean. That was almost G-rated. I just got to go. <laughs> I got to go with what I find. I know. I didn't even think about that. That would have been good. <laughs> so let's get into our first topic, which to me, it's more a topic for you, but I... I heard about it, and I saw the first one, and I I wanted to hear your reaction. Okay. This week, who was it? John Cho? That's his name, right? Uh, yeah. Harold. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. One of the Harold and Kumar. Harold Harold of Harold and Kumar fame. Yeah. Which, now I want some White Castles. Mm Mm-hmm. Anywho. And I want to punch Neil Patrick Harris in the face. Oh, yes, and that's something we're going to have to talk about at some point, too. If we didn't already, I can't remember. Yeah, we mentioned it, but... Yeah. All in all, fuck him. And there's going to be a fuck you in this story, too. John Cho was uh, doing an interview or something. He said that uh, in the new Star Trek movie that's probably out by this point, Sulu's gay. And everybody was like, oh, my. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Everybody was like, yeah, we know. Oh, (laughs) oh, you mean. Wait, you mean the the character. (laughs) I just wanted to get your reaction to it. And I wanted to talk about the main reaction to it, you know. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I did see that. Did did that article? Did it say how he was going to be outed in the movie? Like, does he got a does he got a boyfriend, or is it like? I I didn't get to read it because, as you know, my phone's been acting retarded this week. I've seen different tweets and shit that it's not like you know he comes burst in the room and he's like, I need a cock in my mouth or something. What it is is he's just like Scotty, beam it in. I was just thinking that's going to be perfect for a swear reel. (laughs) (laughs) 
like at some point he just mentions either he's got a boyfriend or you see him hug a boyfriend or something like that. I'm not real clear on what it is. Again, I couldn't do as much research on this because my phone's been acting stupid, so sorry. But yeah, at some point in the story, it's either shown or alluded to that he has a boyfriend. Okay. And like I said, I wanted to talk about the big reaction to it, the one person who had a reaction to it, and then I wanted to talk about your reaction to it. Okay, so you want to get my reaction first? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care because okay. I don't care because I don't recognize these movies anyway, so Yeah. Well, I mean this one specifically because of who the writer is, because when we talk about the reaction that I'm wanting to get to, we'll talk about the writer. Oh, Simon fuck, I forgot he's writing this. And you said you don't recognize these movies, which I mean I'm not gonna be like, Oh, you're a piece of shit. Well, I'll but tell that you, first JJ movie was yeah, good. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. The like the first one, I recognized the shit out of that movie when it was in the theater. Yeah. For sure. I was like, this is fucking awesome. This is, if they're going to oh, yeah. reboot it, like, this is the way to do it. This was awesome. Yeah. Well, but like then... I said, I've never been a huge Star Trek fan because Star Trek was, it was, I mean, I'm not trying to slam it, but Star Trek is more boring. It's about, you know, discovery and ex- exploration. Well, it's about social issues. That too. Yeah. But I mean, what they present it as, it's a show about exploration. Right. You know? Yeah. And to me, it's just like, fuck that. I want to see somebody get fucked up. You'd probably like uh, Deep Space Nine, which sounds like a real fucking weird porno, but it's actually... uh... (laughs) I've seen some of The Next Generation, and I actually like that because I'm a big Patrick Stewart fan and have been for a while. Yeah. Oh, that show's awesome. I'm just saying the DS9 is um, more... Like, at some point, they... They have like uh, an all-out war, yeah. So there's lots more uh, pew 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 in that yeah. one. I would give it a shot because the older I get, the more I'm, you know, wanting to get into Star Trek. But it's just kind of hard, you know, at this point. But yeah, I haven't seen the second JJ movie. I loved the first one when they, you know, started talking about it. It did kind of piss me off because anytime somebody's getting ready to reboot something, and they're like, "It ain't your grandpa's," mm-hmm. whatever. Like, Zack Snyder was saying that about Superbomb. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. No, that first Star, the first Star Trek movie was good. It, it's not, um, the only real problem I had with it was it, it only kind of felt like Star Trek. Yeah. And lo- people have said this, especially since he got, he got the job to do episode seven of Star saying. Wars is like, going, this know. was his audition tape for, um, yep. like, like he really wanted this to be a Star Wars movie real bad. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, he's even admitted that he's not the biggest Star Trek fan. Yeah. Like, he has a respect for it and everything, but it's just not what he grew up on. But but then the second one was, like, I mean, I really wanted to, it's like, it had Klingons in it and shit. And, like, I was like, fuck, yeah, dude, this is going to be awesome. And the, the con, not con bullshit. And it was like, oh, fuck, he's going to be con. But then the, the ending just fucking ruined it. It was like, you just fucked up. Like, it was such a, like, a ham-fisted attempt to be a remake but not be a remake <laughs> yeah it was like i was like they're seriously not gonna do this are they fucking a they sure did it was like god damn it that was always kind of made me sad because like i said that first one is so good and then when i hear people say like oh they shit the bed on the second one it's like oh. yeah they kind of did and it, and i don't know had the ending been different if i would have felt that much different about it like if, if the rest of the movie was but man the that ending was just really like it really bummed me out. It was like, fuck, I can't believe yeah. I can't believe that you 
you just trampled all over like one of the most iconic um endings of a science fiction movie yeah ever like that's that's forever like burned into my brain like that whole se- that whole sequence and that whole scene and then they just like yeah we're going to do that but we're going to going to do it like backwards yeah and guess what Which, he's not I mean, and guess what he's not dead yeah I've, yeah. I've talked to Ross about it a few times, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. I don't know. It's like almost like, I don't know. That's like one of those things that you just shouldn't touch. Just, yeah. I understand why he did it, because it's basically like they, you know, they basically made Star Trek 2 again. I mean, yeah. not really, not not um, not directly, but it's like, okay, well, the first Star Trek movie was this. The second Star Trek movie let's make it the same as the first second star trek movie you know let's make it the same theme or the same villain and but let's let's do it differently which they did do it differently up until they didn't well, do it differently <laughs> yeah that's what i was going to say i've heard a lot of people say that they didn't want to do a remake but they wanted to do a remake of that one scene and it's like well what's the fucking point right it just felt cheap it felt if you're going to do a fucking remake just flat out do a remake and own it yeah it just it felt cheap and it felt it did not have. It didn't play as well. It doesn't. It does not yeah. play because you don't have. Because you, it's an iconic moment, and you didn't fucking earn it like that other movie did. Right, and not just the, you not just did the other different. Yeah, you didn't earn it. Not just like the other movie earned it, but like the other yeah. continuity earned it. Yeah, that you know too. that the whole the whole interplay between Kirk and Spock at the end of Wrath of Khan is that is like the culmination of years you know three years of a tv show and a full-length movie and a cartoon series and decades of people watching those two interact and like if you look at the first jj movie for most of the movie they hated each other so yeah i i can see what you mean they didn't earn it in that sense but i mean you can't just fucking take a scene like that out of another movie and put it into your movie just because you think it's going to be cool if you want to remake it just fucking remake the movie right and then basically it's like then it's fucking spock rage in both of those movies you know it's like spock doesn't spock rage okay he doesn't go fucking ape shit like zachary quinto does in like i think he does it in both of the movies doesn't he doesn't he go kind of ape shit at the end of the first movie and i know he does as a little kid when those you know kids are yeah, that, now that and, I know, buy. I buy that. I don't buy well, it yeah, as an because, adult. You know, the half human part of him, he's learning to control it. And right. Shit. Yeah, I bought that. That was cool. I like that. But then. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking about it now. And you're right. Quinto does on the bridge mm-hmm. when, you know, after Kirk talks to old Spock mm-hmm. and he tells him, you've got to push him to the edge. And then Quinto. Yeah. He does kind of fucking go. Blah! And go after him. Yeah. So yeah, you're and right. I guess I guess I buy that more than the fact that he he does it again in the second movie, like even yeah. on, a, on on an even bigger scale, like goes fucking goes commando but after. Uh... I think in the first movie again they earned it by you know you see it in young Spock and then old Spock tells Kirk right. you've got to do whatever you can to make him pissed so you can take over and take your rightful place. Yeah. No, yeah, that that definitely made more sense. That makes sense. I I I get that. I get I get why they had to do that, but the 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 second movie it was more like, well, now how are we going to catch Khan? Oh, I know. We'll make fucking Spock go into berserker rage and fucking fly after him like point break without a parachute and they can have this fucking fight in the air and shit. And it's like fuck this shit. That's not Spock. 
I still want to see that movie, but it does. It kind of takes the wind out of my sails a little bit. Yeah, I guess as a as a movie, it's fine. But as a I, like if like if Star Trek had never existed before those that movie, it would it would have been fine. It would have been totally fine. But after you know, following everything they did, yeah. So so back I guess so back so, is... so so back to Sulu to gay Sulu. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't care. I mean, not 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 even so much that I don't recognize those movies, but like. Okay, so he's gay, big deal. Who cares? Like, does anybody even give a shit about that anymore? Like, you got to be really... You've got to you know, be really fucking... Yeah, you got to be really know. out there to, like, to get any kind of attention now. Like, it's like, yeah, he's gay. So what? The thing that always bugs me, though, is when they make, like, announcements about somebody's gay. And if you want equality and shit, you don't fucking... And guess who's gay now? No, you just fucking do it, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, that's the media. I know. And it's like, that's why... You know, we've got all these troubles with that type of shit is because, you know, the idiots come out of the woodwork when they hear the announcements. It's like, just stop making the announcements. Just let him be gay, and it's fine. If people don't want to accept them, fuck them. You don't have to give them an excuse to come out and be idiots. Just let it happen. Yeah. But the thing I wanted to get to was, oh my, George Takei Takai. Oh, yeah, yeah, Takei. What'd you make of his reaction to it? Oh, I mean, I was surprised. I thought it was a cool reaction. Um, yeah. But I was surprised that he went that way with it. Um, basically, he came out and he's like, yeah, that's great that they're in, in, including a gay character in the movie now. And, and, you know, he's all for that. And that that's that's yeah. great. That's awesome. But making Sulu gay is not the way to do it. Like, that's a twisting of Gene Roddenberry's original vision and creation and... You know, mm-hmm. they shouldn't, that's a mistake to, to do, to take an original character and make that change to him. I thought that was cool because, like, that's fucking loyalty, dude. How long has Gene Roddenberry been dead? And he's going to come out and say, why are you fucking this guy over his his legacy and his creation by making such a major change to a character he created? Yeah. And, well, see, the other weird thing is is, like, before he finally came out and made that statement, I saw a couple people who claimed to know him that were like, oh, he loves it. He thinks it's just great mm-hmm. that they finally showing him respect and they're honoring him by making Sulu gay. And then he came out. That's what, what that's what people would have assumed. That's what I would have assumed. I was like, well, of course they may, would make him gay. Like fucking George Takei is gay as the day is long, you know? Yeah. Why, why not? There were why actually not? That's... people who claimed to know him saying that. It was like, oh, yeah, I talked about it. I talked to him about it. He says it's great. Oh, everybody's full of shit, though. You can't, and then you can't believe he anything fucking comes anybody out and he's says. He's like, no, that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he comes out and is like, that's bullshit. And it's like, well, first of all, he's the originator of that character, so I put weight in what he says. Mm-hmm. But the other thing, and I've told you this, Stan Lee and Dwayne McDuffie have been saying basically, well, not Stan or uh, Dwayne McDuffie anymore because he died, but for years they had said the same fucking thing. If you want to do this type of shit, you don't twist an existing character to do it. You create a new character and you get them respect. You don't all of a sudden be like, oh, guess what? He's gay. Or, oh, guess what? This character's black now. He's been white for years, but he's black now. Or, up! Oh, all of a sudden, this character's a woman. You don't do that shit because all that is is you're just trying to fill a quota. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of like it's like smacks of pandering. Like, 
Yeah. Like if I was. That's what I was gonna say. I mean, I can't really say because pander to certain groups. Yeah, I mean, I can't really sit here and say anything about it because it's not like I don't have that experience. But like I would, I would think that. I mean, it. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I was gonna say if if it were me, I would almost see through it as like this is just them trying to get. Trying, just trying to get all me on board. To, yeah, they're trying to yeah, get my money. Say, now. All they're trying to do is get my wallet. Right, and the, and the easiest mean, thing to do like, is just is just to you know, I don't know. I can see I can see both sides of it. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but like I said, I agree with the Stan Lee. What Stan Lee's been saying for years, I agree with Dwayne McDuffie said for years. I agree with fucking what George Takai is saying now. It's it's just wrong to do it like that i mean i i guess i can understand the other way of like yeah you need to be more diverse but it's like if you want to be more diverse just fucking be diverse don't twist somebody else's legacy or creation or you know history come up with something original Dwayne mcduffie did that shit all the time with static in the comics and static shock in the animated series yeah and you can kind of even see it now with black panther fucking black panther's on fire since civil war yeah. Since he was, they finally put him in Civil War. Like he's finally getting some respect now. Like they relaunched his book. His book's fucking on fire. Like I almost bought issue one the other day. I was gonna get it, but it was like fucking ten dollars and still on the shelf. Like, Damn. Yeah. I mean, it's it's they're on issue three and it's fucking ten dollars already for issue one. I was like, fuck it. Wow. I'll just wait for the trade then. No shit. You know, but I, it made me really want to read it. Like because I've heard such great things about it. And then supposedly the dude that's writing him, he's supposedly a great writer. And, I mean, it's kind of like Iron Man. In the comics, yeah, Iron Man, he did get a lot of play, he did get a lot of usage, but before fucking Robert Downey Jr., nobody talked about Iron Man. He wasn't shit except to, you know, the few comic, you know, loving people who kind of saw him, Spider-Man, and Captain America as the big three at Marvel. But the general public, they didn't know shit about him. Black Panther. Comic readers have known about Black Panther for years. It was like, yeah, he's cool. He's got the cute, cool costume, vibranium. It comes from Wakanda, whatever. But now it's fucking launching him to the, you know, stratosphere because of Civil War. That's how you need to do it. Create characters, and even if it takes a little while, just create original characters. Don't warp another character, because then you're you're going to piss off the people who've been a fan of that character for years. Yeah, and it's different than, this This is different than Miles Morales as Spider-Man or something like that. Which, like, I mean, that's, I have a problem with that simply because Peter Parker, Spider-Man, period. Well, but yeah, I know, I know, but <clears throat> it, it, that's, it's not like they're like, this is Peter Parker and he's a black guy now. Yeah. You know, I, I this is a totally saying. separate uh, yeah. person who just has the spider-man who they created originally yeah they didn't warp somebody else yeah i got you yeah but like the the sulu thing is like well this is sulu although i mean i guess even that's not that big of a deal in this because it's like well it's an alternate reality sulu you know it's an alternate timeline sulu true so technically it's not the same you know what i'm saying it's technically this is a completely separate character yeah that's very true but i mean like this version of the character is going to live on in the comics because they've got a comic that's in this timeline oh yeah but yeah from what i've heard i don't know if it's still going or not but i can i can see where you know george is coming from where he's like that's not right and Mm -hmm. because this this character has been around for a few years and if that comic keeps going because 
I mean, these movies are successful, so I'm sure that comic's got some steam. That's going to live on for a few years. So if you're like Takai, it's going to just be a reminder that people are just warping it for, you know, dollars or whatever. But yeah, I I want I want uh your reaction to that because you've forgotten more about Star Trek than I've ever fucking learned. So Yeah. I mean, it's I don't know. It's fine. Like, like I said, I can see both sides of why, you know, don't don't twist a character to to just pander to a specific audience, create something yeah. new that that they can yeah. have, you know, that's that's for that's it's their own. It's not like, you know, it's almost stealing like it's from almost, somebody to well, not even stealing, but happen. it's almost like well, it's like well, here you can have this character now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like to me, it's almost insulting, like like a hand me down, yeah. like a hand me down character. Like I don't know. Yeah. I, so so I can I, I can see that side too. But yeah, I just wanted to get your reaction to it because again, you're the Trek fan, and I wanted I really wanted to say that piece about Stanley and Dwayne McDuffie because that to me is the most important. And really, if you go back and watch some of those 60s Star Trek shows, fucking Sulu's got some sugar in that tank, man. <laughs> I'm not kidding, well, dude. I mean, there's there's one where... Uh, Takai actually said that even though he's known he's been gay for, you know, years, he he never played Sulu as gay. He was... Oh, no, no, know, no. no I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying he intentionally played him as gay. I'm saying... Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, though. He, he said he made the decision to not play Sulu as gay. He was making sure he played him as straight, right? Agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah, but um, but there's some there's some unintentional stuff that you look back now and go, "Whoo, yeah, oh, should have okay. seen that coming." Yeah, okay, uh, okay, yeah. Because there's this. Uh, if you ever can watch it, this is an episode called "The Naked Time," <laughs> and it's well, I know it sounds retarded, but uh, <laughs> they actually kind of redid it for um, the next generation. Uh, I forget what oh, they, did they? Yeah, I forget what they called it, but it's basically like this um, space dust or space. I almost said fairy dust, but that's not. That's not. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I may have to cut that. Um, okay. It was like okay. uh, space. <laughs> it's like this space dust or this space mold or fungus or something. Uh, people breathe it in the spores, and it it makes them yeah. like lose all inhibition. So oh, okay. so they're just like doing whatever the fuck they feel like. And like in the next generation it happened in like Troy fuck data, like the robot. The robot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I saw that when I was like fifteen and I'm like, Oh my god, she just she just took the robot and she's gonna fuck that robot. <laughs> Cause she does. She even asked him, she's like, Are you fully operational or something in all areas or something like that? And he's like, Uh yeah and he's like, I don't have a library of all kinds of like fucking sexual shit so like he's gonna you know he's gonna give it did to she her ever good. have a pixelated baby oh uh lol <laughs> it's uh, uh it was just a baby it's like a baby with like a genderless uh it was like an android i think wait that he, really he built, happened he built an it oh yeah i thought you were being serious no i was making a joke did like did she have a fucking pixelated oh did baby, she have but... a pixelated baby no yeah no, yeah, later, later, saying, later in like, the series, later in the series, he created a uh, some kind offspring. of offspring. Yeah, yeah. Huh? What the fuck was I talking? Oh yeah. But anyway, in the original series, Sorry. Naked Time, they the same kind of thing happened, and obviously yeah. there was nobody fucking robots. But um, <laughs> uh, at one point, Sulu has like I don't even know what the I don't even know how the fuck, but he 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 takes his shirt off, like his tunic is 
uniform top, so he's shirtless, and he's got like a fucking fencing foil, like a or like a little rapier or a saber or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's running around like a fucking swashbuckling pirate, okay? And he's like, he's like saying all this crazy shit and like jumping through the air and like fucking like trying to duel people and shit. It's fucked up, (laughs) man. And it's so fucking funny, dude, because it is like so gay. <laughs> I was gonna say that bring that fucking makes the gay blade literal, doesn't it? Oh, it, it was. It was so. <laughs> and you look at it now, and it's like, oh my god, that is so gay. He is so. He's so good at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So yeah. Oh, and the thing I wanted to say about Simon Pegg, Takai says all that he said about you know it's disrespectful to. Roddenberry's legacy and you know the character and Peg said well I've got to respectfully dis- disagree with that who said that oh Simon and it's Peg. like yeah and it's like cocksucker did you ever meet Gene Roddenberry did you know him for decades like Takai did mm-hmm. fuck off it yeah he's goes a f- back to that thing is he just fucking so goddamn full of himself he is pretty full of himself I think we talked about it. I think we talked about it once before, right? With the the way that he shits on Star Trek people if they think like the people who thought the that the Star Trek two was was crap, and basically he was like said they're all fucking idiots. Anybody who says that's a fucking idiot. We talked about that, but I I know he. I think we talked about it like on Twitter or something. Okay. And didn't he say that those people that don't fucking recognize it are just too stupid to see that it's one of the greatest movies of all time or something like that? I don't know. He said some 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 pretty fucking crazy shit. The big thing that cuz I used to be a big fan of Simon Pegg. I will admit it. Like Shaun of the Dead used to be one of my favorite movies. Oh, I loved yeah, I loved Shaun of the Dead. I thought that was a great great movie. Now I can't hardly watch I, it, but I I haven't been able to watch it since he started, you know, really hardcore running his mouth. And the reason that, or the thing that turned me against him was him shitting on the Star Wars prequels and saying anybody who likes those or thinks that they're redeemable in any way is just a fucking retard. And it's like, oh, okay, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he was joking. No, he's dead serious. Yeah. He's been, and he's he been fuck- shitting on, he's been shitting on that since since episode one came out when he was on that space since it started yeah yeah when he was doing that space show in in the uk he's been shitting on that and it's it's like i never really knew that he fucking was that insane about it like every once in a while i'd hear him throw out a joke or something well yeah okay yeah it's like okay well just jump on the bandwagon with everybody else who likes to throw a little fucking barb here and there but but when i heard how serious he was about it it it's like okay fuck you dude i Mm -hmm. no i Cut it off. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And he just fucking lost me forever. And the thing that gets me is all the shit he talked about the prequels, and you know it had to have gotten back to George. How the fuck did he get into the Clone Wars animated series? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand how that could... I don't understand because... And it's set during the prequel era. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that because fucking David Prowse still can't go to a goddamn Star Wars convention. For something he did like in the eighties or something, and he he may or may not have actually done. Yeah, it's it's still rumored. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not it's not rumored that he said it, but like, you know, he claims that he was like entrapped into it. And it, it's kind of foggy on when he said it, too, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, it was. I don't know. There's different accounts of. I mean, even he changes his story, so who the fuck knows? But basically, yeah. it was. 
um, when Return of the Jedi was coming out, you know, he was um, basically fucking excommunicated. Or no, sorry, when... Uh, I think it was after Empire, wasn't it? Yeah, it was after... Let's see. No, I think it was... No, it was it was Jedi. I, what's, well... See, that, that again, that's where the... That's why I said it. it's not even sure when he said it. Because right, but anyway, somehow he let the cat out of the bag that, that Darth Vader was Vader, Luke's father. And that got him fucking blacklisted from oh, Lucasfilm and all Lucasfilm events forever. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, even and after... Like, even yeah. after George sold Lucasfilm, I don't... I think he's still not allowed... Yeah, but fucking Simon Pegg talks shit about George, about the prequels. He does all this shit. He talks shit about the fans. And yet this cocksucker and that's was an in undisputed, the Clone Wars. That's an undisputable matter of record. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, he's open about it. Anytime Star Wars comes up, he's talking about how they're not well-made films. Mm-hmm. Anybody who loves them is stupid. You know, they're pieces of shit. And it's well-documented. I found out after, you know, he finally planted his flag in the ground and said anybody who loves him is a retard mm-hmm. it is well documented but it's like he's talked all this shit about george about how george made those movies about those movies but yet this cocksucker is in the clone wars and he's in episode seven that fucking blows my mind he's in episode seven because he's jj's, JJ's boy I know. yeah but still if i was kathleen kennedy i would have said uh-uh no and even if i was george there is no way I would have let Filoni or anybody else cast that motherfucker in Clone Wars. Yeah, which makes me think like he didn't know. He almost, he almost. But I mean, or, or he didn't, or to... or he didn't know, or you know, we think it had, must have gotten back to him the shit that he's been saying. But who knows if it actually did? Like, if I, I mean, was, it must have though, because remember when George retired, he he was talking about the reason he quit is because everybody was you know telling him how horrible he was and how he fucked up those movies he said that was one of the reasons why he retired simon Pegg was one of the most vocal on that fucking front well it's true he's pretty high profile too he's been at all these large events comic cons and all this shit just flat out shit talking so yeah. even if george didn't know yeah had to have known yeah it's baffling some of those people at the company had to have heard we're casting simon Pegg as dengar and been like, wait, the motherfucker who's been shitting on George since 1999? It baffles me. It really fucking does. It's yeah. insane. But yeah, and he's telling Takai that he's wrong about Sulu, and it's like, come on, dude. Oh, you mean the only the guy who's played Sulu for fucking 50 years? Yeah. You're really looking like an ass now, and mm-hmm. I don't know why more people can't see it. So yeah, Sulu's... Gay in the JJ verse and Simon Pegg is an asshole. So as as you can see, we're much we're much more up in arms over Simon Pegg than we are over fucking gay Sulu. Yeah, and not actually fucking. But like gay I said, Sulu, the only thing that really bugs Sulu. me about the gay Sulu is like the reaction to it by you know a few people. But fuck them. Yeah. But yeah, I'll, Simon Pegg gets me fucking more angry. But yeah, let's if you're ready, let's move on to our next topic. <laughs> are you ready for this? Sure. Tell us about your youth. <laughs> I've been very dismissive sometimes of pro wrestling, and you know it's no secret that uh, when I was younger, uh, when I was a kid, you know we would watch wrestling all the time. That was like a big thing in the you know mid mid eighties, mid late eighties. Um, okay. But then you know I this I, sounds normal. Yeah, but then you know I said I kind of I grew out of it, and you know I don't watch wrestling now, and I don't follow that stuff, and it's just not my thing, and. You know, basically, I've I've maintained that it, I'm kind of too cool for wrestling. Okay. 
It happens to a lot of people. I have to. I feel like I need to come clean uh, because that's not the the whole story. Okay. I'm here today to confess that I participated in and ran multiple wrestling e feds. Um, okay. So, would you like to explain to people what an EFED is, or do you even know? Well, I mean, you've sort of explained it half-assed. Oh, right, you didn't even know what it was until I told you what it was. On Twitter, yes. And, like I said, you started explaining it, and it was like, Oh my god, that is so cute! (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so it was true that I outgrew wrestling, and I was not into it anymore, and then around 1999, 98, 99, something in there, um, I started talking to one of my cousins, and he was telling me about, because we used to be into wrestling together when we were younger, Yeah. and he said, he said, oh, you should join my E-Fed, you should join this, join this E-Fed that we're in, me, him and this other friend of ours, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? So he told me what it was, and I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. Um, so he asked me like several times. Finally, I joined, and what it is is, so it was like a wrestling federation, okay, online. Okay. It was part simulation and part, like, role-playing game, okay? Okay. So you would create your wrestler, and the guys who ran the the company, I say company in air quotes, they would book cards, like weekly matches, weekly cards, yeah. and you would fill out a form and you'd pick your your wrestling style and your your height and your weight and your finishing move and your you know you'd have a set number of points or whatever that, to where you could pick different moves that your guy knows and they would they would enter the stuff into a simulator program and the one that they used was TNM7 it was called TNM7 okay. which by the way is still around I Googled it today. Yeah. Go to TNM7.com. That motherfucker is still there. It's it's all updated. They have, like, all these new kinds of plugins and stuff that you can install. And anyway, the one that they had was, like, a, a 99 vintage. So it was like a, yeah. it was like a blue and red DOS window. <laughs> and uh, so you, oh you they, they'd enter all your stats and shit into this thing. And then they could go in and set up cards and then they would they'd run it and it spits out um like a simulated wrestling match as if <laughs> yeah as if you know describing what's happening and then they would take the text of that and then post that on the internet on their site okay. and that would be okay. the, the the results of the the matches for the week now in between the weekly matches part of what what your job was was to go on message board on their site and you'd have to post promos. You'd have to write promos <laughs> and, and write little skits and shit. And uh, the better that you did, the the better the better um, the better you you portrayed your character and the more creative your your promos and stuff were, you'd get more of a push in the company, yeah. right? Okay. So you'd get favored you know, you'd get a couple extra push points in the simulator, and sometimes we, we, they tried not to do this. We tried not to do this was like fudge matches and like 
make people win who didn't really win in the simulator. We tried to keep it fair like that, and then yeah, that became like a test of, is this motherfucker for real, or is he just a little bitch that's going to run away because he lost this match? You know, okay. So, so the good, so the good guys, the guys who are good at this thing, they take that loss, and they they would cut like a searing promo. That's how you would get. That's how you would move up, basically. Is yeah. Just like in, just like in real wrestling, I guess. Uh huh. So anyway, I joined this thing, and uh, yeah. So I, I was in that for I don't know, two years or so uh-huh. before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what two years at a long time <laughs> oh my so, god two years yeah <laughs> i held this hunk of metal up my ass two years <laughs> no uh uh yeah so i was in it for like two years and uh during that time i got like super hardcore into into wrestling we went to live events and stuff like real live events right yeah. So anyway, it was the three of us, my cousin, our mutual friend, uh, and me. We would we ended up becoming like the the head office people. Yeah. Because what I didn't know when I joined their fed was like I joined, I created my character and everything, and there was all these guys, you know, on the boards, active on the boards, and like doing their promos and stuff, and all these guys that I would interact with, and I would like write my little skits, and you know, you'd go back and forth with guys on the message boards. You know, like you're cutting yeah. promos back and forth. Totally, yeah. And uh, what I didn't know at the time, well, so we had a couple matches, and then I was like the number one contender for the heavyweight title. Okay. And uh, I ended up winning that belt like, I don't know, a couple weeks after I joined. And I was like, damn, that was fucking fun. I got this belt already. What I didn't realize was the reason I got that belt was I was the only real fucking person in that league. <laughs> Oh my god. They catfished me, okay, on this thing. (laughs) And so from that point forward, they kind of came clean and were like, yeah, I think there might have been like one other person that was a real person. Um, Okay. But everything else were all fake characters, fake accounts that that they had made up um, (laughs) in order to make it look like there were more people in here than than really were. Oh my god, yeah. So it was those two guys running like all the all the guys all the wrestlers most of the wrestlers. So yeah. um, and they they thought I was pretty awesome at at cutting these promos and stuff. They couldn't believe how good I was at writing this stuff. Yeah. So they let me in on the secret, and um, eventually it, it it worked its way into where we were the three heads of this company. Eventually, we we got more people in, like more real people. I would say, <laughs> I don't know between five and ten real guys at a time probably okay yeah um so then we expanded into like you know we had we had the sunday show which was the sunday slobber knocker is what the (laughs) name of the show was okay and then there was a like a thursday night show or tuesday night show i can't remember what like a house house card in the middle of the week yeah so anyway the longer it went the more i started taking over like all the different jobbers like the jobber yeah. characters that were there when I started that those guys were running, which they were like total like uh like just knockoffs of like real wrestlers. Yeah. So there was like uh Sandstone was the guy's name and he was basically the Iron Sheik. Oh, uh, okay. And there was Fred Atlas and he was basically uh 
oh fuck, what's his name? Uh, God, I can't even think of his name anymore. But we all we all used like avatars, and they were all like okay. real wrestlers, like their pictures, yeah, yeah. you know. So you were not supposed to like rip off somebody's gimmick, like a real wrestler's gimmick. You had to come up with your own shit. But it was okay to like base their physical appearance on somebody else. So I had a guy. I had a guy that was uh, his name was Max Threat, and he was his physical uh, avatar was uh, Scott Steiner. Okay, that's a weird choice. Well, this was, you got to remember, this was the late 90s, so. Yeah, 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 I know. WCW was king. For just a few more minutes, yeah. Yeah, when Nitro first took over and stuff, and that that was all hot shit. Uh, But they, but anyway, so I started taking over more of the jobbers and stuff. And so then my cousin did, like, all the announcements. so, So we also created announcer characters, right? So eventually, instead of just posting the the output that was just spit out of that simulator program, which is basically just a description sentence by sentence of what's happening in the match. Yeah. We would sit there and we would break those up and then we would write our announcer commentary in between <laughs> in between the moves. Like we're actually calling the match. Yeah. <laughs> you you have no idea the amount of time that was wasted doing this. I was gonna say when did you meet your wife? <laughs> no, I wasn't married at the time. I was only like 25, 24, something like that. I mean, I was with her. We were dating and stuff, but... Um, she didn't know about this, right? Uh, yeah, she knew about it. <laughs> and she still married you? Yeah, she did. God damn, that woman's a saint. She didn't give a shit. She thought it was dumb, but like, what are you going to do? <laughs> At least I wasn't going to strip clubs, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, when you first described this to me, I thought it was sort of like a fantasy league, sort of like, you know. Oh, no. No, sir. With fantasy football and shit, like where you track stats of, no, sir. you know, no, sir. real no, wrestlers. No, sir. Don't be ridiculous. That is just foolish. That. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that you were writing and doing there's nothing, there's everything. Nothing, there's there's nothing creative about that, sir. Oh yeah, wow. dude. Like I I started doing like like real primitive photo editing so that I like I had created like images of our title belts to put on the website. This is that's how I taught myself HTML was working on that the website for that eFed. Like I didn't know how to program any of that shit. It was like when I first started going to school for programming. I didn't know yeah. anything, any of that shit, so I taught myself all that stuff so that I could build this fucking wrestling website. Wow. Yeah. Let me just tell you. But it was fun. It, it we, we we also we had pay-per-views. So Of course. So so you you'd work your your shows and your storylines and stuff all working up to a pay-per-view and then you'd have this big payoff at the pay-per-view. So we had like yeah. we had we had uh the Christmas pay-per-view which was called Seasons Beatings. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had um what was another one wrestlefest i think instead of wrestlemania it was wrestlefest or some shit like that i don't know i can't remember all of them season speedings is the one that sticks out because that's such a fucking tits name season speedings you remember what i said i know you remember but let's just pretend i don't know you remember okay. what i said when you first told me about this on twitter oh that it was adorable yeah, it I said, was... oh, that is so adorable. Uh-huh. Now that I know all the details or as much of the detail as you're willing to tell me. I'll tell you all. I'm not even done. 
This is oh my even, god! This isn't even over yet, dude. <laughs> oh shit, dude! Dude, this it gets is so fucking adorably cute. <laughs> it gets, it gets, it gets more advanced than this. Oh good god! Strap when in, I, people. So anyway, so I took over like most of the jobbers. So then I ended up doing the the Tuesday or Thursday night show by myself. So he would he would do he would run the, uh, like I actually had a copy of TNM seven that he would let me. That let, let me have and so it was set up exactly the same or no no i'm sorry i think he would he would run the card real fast and he would send me the the results and then i would have to edit and write the commentary for for the thursday night show or the tuesday night show or whatever the fuck whatever day it was yeah so and and it wasn't just it wasn't just commentary we had to write like people would had to send in that was another requirement was whether you were on the card or not you had to send in a promo for the show so you had to okay. to, to write out your own like backstage promo or whatever, okay, or or a skit outside or whatever the fuck, okay. So you had to you had to cut those all into the show, and you had to you had to send in your entrance. You had to provide a ring entrance every week for your show wow. for your for your match. Wow. Um, most of the time it was just a stock. I mean, like you you wrote it out once. Yeah. And it was the same one every time, unless there was something major going on, and then you could write some extra shit yeah um but then the other thing besides doing the commentary you also had to write any kind of any kind of shenanigans that are going on during a match because the the simulator didn't do that kind of shit obviously they just did like you know he hits this move or he misses this move or he you know throws him out of the ring or he, whatever the, whatever you know yeah 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 i got you so if, so if you had like you know, if there's a run in or something, yeah, yeah, run ins, yeah, and sometimes the simulator would throw in like a run in, like just some random guy from the fucking from the roster. Yeah, it was always it was always funny because it was completely random. So it could have been somebody that was like hadn't been in this fucking league for like months, right? And all of a sudden here he comes and <laughs> fucking running into the ring because the simulator put him in. So sometimes we just left it in and we're just like, what the fuck was that? You know, our our, our announcers would just be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and uh, or sometimes we'd edit it out and put somebody else in or whatever. Yeah. But uh, make it fit the situation if it yeah. needed to. Yeah. But if it was something even more involved, you'd have to write all that out. You know, it was all discussed. We hung out at my cousin's house on Friday nights and we would discuss the the upcoming week, like what was going to happen. Yeah. You know who was fucking up, who was doing good, which leads me into the next um, expansion. Revelation. Which, no, the next expansion, which was. Like we basically invented podcasting, okay, in like two thousand, okay, <laughs> because we decided, wouldn't it be fun if? Because see, what we would do is we would run the cards on Friday night too, like the set the yeah. Sunday the Sunday card. We would the three of us would go over there. We'd get pizza. We'd get food. You know, whatever, and we would yeah. sit down and we'd run the card and we'd see the results come out and we'd make fun of it or laugh and you know, come up with ideas of what was going to happen, what we were, how we were going to write things in. And then back then you had AOL Instant Messenger. So okay. it was kind of like a chat window. It was yeah. uh, like an add-on for AOL. Or it wasn't even an add-on. You could just get it separately. And okay. so you could you could invite people or give people your messenger ID so that you could like chat in like a sort of semi-private chat. But it wasn't, it was almost like text messages before text messages Okay. Okay. So imagine sending people text messages, but it's on the computer. Yeah. Okay. So 
we would have one of those open and like all the guy all the real guys that were like legitimate real real life people running wrestlers would be yeah. on that instant messenger on Friday night and they'd be bullshitting with us the whole time we were running the card or just bullshit like it, we you know we became friends with these guys just just by talking to them on this instant messenger and through emails and stuff so we thought well while we're doing all this wouldn't it be fun to do like a radio show that where we discuss like the prior week's events and like what's coming up and what's what's happening um, so sort of like a pre-game and a post-game type show thing kind of or like um didn't didn't like the wwf didn't they do like shit like that where it was like yeah that's how i kind of watched wrestling when i was little around the time you're talking they mm-hmm. used to have like saturday mornings or something or sunday mornings they used to have a show where they would show clips from the week yeah and then stand in the studio and talk about them yeah that was kind of what and what's gonna happen next week yeah that's kind of like what we kind of were basing that on you know yeah so Here's how we did it. <laughs> now, imagine this. Imagine this fucking ridiculous scenario. Okay, I've got my eyes closed and I'm listening. Okay, the three of us are sitting around his computer and there's like one USB microphone. But it wasn't like a yeah. real microphone. It was like a shitty little voice-to-text type headset microphone or yeah, something. Yeah. Okay, I can't even yeah. remember exactly what we used. But we would sit there and we would, using... Uh, Windows sound recorder. That's what I use to record my videos, yeah. Yeah. We would sit there and just let that run, and we would talk pretty much unscripted, just talk shit about what's going on in the Fed. The files were so big that we could only do like two minutes at a time. We could only talk for like two minutes, and then we'd have to stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So... So we would stop. I've got a story about something like that too that I want to tell you. Yeah. Go so ahead. we would. So we'd do like two minute, like a two minute segment, okay, and then upload it to our website, and yeah. it would take like fucking forty five minutes to up <laughs> to upload this file. And so then, as soon as as soon as it was uploaded, we would like send out a blast to like all these people on Instant Messenger and say, "Go listen to the show now. You can go listen to this this section of the show," and they'd go yeah. out and download it and listen to it. So when podcast started coming around it was like fuck we did this like 15 years ago yeah you know I, and thinking about like god damn we would have been fucking dangerous if this kind of shit was around back then <laughs> you know because at the time we thought yeah. we were hot shit like i mean to the point that it's almost it's ridiculous now when i think about it, it's like you bunch of fucking losers what a bunch of fucking losers we were we were thinking like Dude, we could we could we could start an independent league. We could be like a real we could be real wrestling promoters. This could be we could really do this. That was those were <laughs> those were real conversations, dude. Okay, I got I got a question. Yeah. Do you have any of these files? No, I do not. Damn. Yeah, I, I don't have any of those. I have, and I did share that. That's where you saw some of the stuff. Was I? I do have. Oh my god, this. Okay, here's another escalation. <laughs> <laughs> it gets worse. Well, we burned a we burned, we burned a CD of everybody's entrance music. Oh my god! So it was like the WWE the WWF soundtracks that yeah. they would put out. Yeah. yeah. So we had the idea of well, let's <laughs> let's make. Actually, I think I only did one. I think I did just did one for us as a joke. But so we did that, and then then the thought came. Well, 
when I when I went to programming school, okay, we had one rotation was Visual Basic, okay, and yeah, as part of that class, your final exam was you had to create a a, a program, okay, like a you had to come up with the idea. The teacher was a real jack off, but you had to come up with the idea and you had to code it and implement the whole thing, right? What do you think yeah. I picked as my project? Probably something gay. E Fetty. I decided I was going to make uh, our own wrestling simulator. Holy shit! And so I did it. <laughs> I I did. Oh it. my and god! I, I I have it somewhere. I think, or maybe not, because I think at the I think that's on floppy disk. That's yeah. how old that shit is. But it was lame. Wow. It was it fucking sucked. I got an I got an A on it. I think, but that's I don't know. That's a long story. That whole class was a long story. Yeah. Um, that kind of led to this other this other thing I'm about to tell you. I'm we prepared. decided we decided because I had all this new programming knowledge, right? Yeah. Why don't why don't we take cuz at the time we had like every show we'd ever done, the text files yeah. of them cuz that's all they were were text files, okay? What if I create an app or a program to where it's like an archive of all of our shows? Okay, so you can install this thing on your computer, open it up, and it's basically just an archive of everything we've done. Okay, so you can go back and, and, and read read shows from like two years ago or wow. from a year and a half ago, okay? Yeah. So we did it. <laughs> oh, my God. And I have that. So that's... <laughs> so I have that, and I have some of the original website files, but that's what you saw was, was some excerpts from those shows. Not even excerpts. Yeah. I think I put I put entire shows up there. Wow. I, had, I had uploaded them and shared them. The reason why that even came up was I was thinking about some of the guys we would talk to and and got to be kind of friendly with while we were doing if this. If you say what I think you're going to say, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me. Tell me. So it's probably not what whatever you're thinking, but... Uh, oh, God, I can hope. One of the guys that I would talk to a lot was... His character was called, his name was E, was just his character's name. Yeah. He was a kid who lived in California. And okay. I, he was probably 18, maybe, 17, 18. He was going in. Yeah, he, yeah. At, while we were doing this, he he entered college. So so anyway, I I knew his, his real name, and I knew about yeah. him. Yeah. So, I don't know, a year or two ago... I went on Twitter and I was like, I wonder if this fucking guy is still around. I wonder if I just search his name if he'll pop up. I wonder if I can find some of these old guys that we we played with. I put his name in and sure enough, I fucking found him. And yeah. uh, he's a writer for ZapToIt.com. Did you fucking say anything to him? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I said, I said, do you remember? Do you remember this thing? And he was like, uh, yeah, I fucking remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so so he followed me and I followed him um, yeah. but his name's Chris Hainer you can find him on on Twitter he's a contributing writer for uh, Zap to it so oh he gets to, he gets to go to movie premieres and all kinds of shit he's almost he's like a he's like a Mark Bernardin type yeah so you actually fucking wow that's what I was gonna say did you get in contact with some of these fucking people uh-huh uh, he's the only one I found um because I Oh my god, that's awesome! Isn't that fucked up? 
because the the oh, thing the God. thing was the thing was nobody I don't think anybody knew my real name on there. And this gets back to the catfishing thing. Yeah. Was I took over all those the jobber characters, right? The 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 guys that were meant to lose to the to the real yeah. people. But yeah. you still have to have a voice for them. They still have to talk shit to these to these guys and give them something to play off of. Yeah. So I so I would write all of their stuff and um I would constantly talk shit to all these guys and, and like my my announcer character was basically my identity on there. Yeah. Like I don't think anybody knew like I had a fake email account for him <laughs> that I corresponded with all these people with and Okay. And the thing was nobody fucking had any clue that I was the same person running all those other characters. Wow! Like, like when all, like when all this fell apart, because I mean, I mean, and I care, I created like kind of non-jobber characters that were like, like if, like if we didn't have enough people, you know, I'd, I'd create new, new wrestlers to come in and make it seem like we had, we constantly had people coming and going and new blood arriving and, you know, if if actual real people would joined and started playing you know those guys would kind of fade away you know they wouldn't they wouldn't turn into like a straight up job or they'd just kind of like you know fade away yeah and then when those people would leave they don't they'd come back wow so i mean i think at one point i was running probably 15 13 or 14 15 characters holy shit <laughs> all with different personalities uh, <laughs> and uh <laughs> i know it's fucking crazy right and uh I mean how did you keep the shit straight man? Uh it was uh it was not it wasn't that bad really but what 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 always really cracked me up was like knowing that none of these people knew that this was all the same person. Yeah. Like 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 I could talk shit to somebody as one character and that person would come to me as one of the heads oh of the organization God. and fucking complain about and it's like, oh yeah, dude, I I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> I had to, I had to act like I wasn't so, the guy. On that... one hand, you're like, you're a stupid cocksucker, and fuck you in the ear. Mm-hmm. That dude would come to you, to the other you, and be like, he called me a stupid cocksucker and said, fuck me in the ear. And you're like, I know, that's a dick move, isn't it? And he's like, yeah. And then uh-huh. you go back and be like, you're a whore. Yeah. So it was. It was oh really my fucked god, up. dude. Yeah. So when it so when this all fell and apart, people call me crazy. I know it's really weird. Well, this was it was about the same. I was about the same age as you when this was going on. So I know, but I mean, maybe it's because it's just not me. But it sounds crazier. So when the Fed fell apart, we kind of had a falling out over stupid shit, and uh, yeah. So it, it, so I just left. I was like, I'm done. And so suddenly, like <laughs> fifteen people disappear from this Fed. <laughs> <laughs> So then, like, people would people would still email me and be like, "Hey, man, like, what happened? Where'd you go?" Like to to my announcer guy, to my front yeah. office guy, and I'd be like, "I was like, oh yeah, I, you know, I left. Um, you know, we don't see eye to eye on something, and so I was just like, that's it. I'll just I'll just go. It's not fun anymore. I'm I'm out. And, wow. Uh, and they're like, oh okay, well that sucks, man. Hey, did you know, like. The Smalls brothers left, and fucking uh, Max Threat's gone, and fucking <laughs> all these characters that I would run. He's like, man, everybody's leaving. I don't, I don't understand. 
So it was like I left and took like half the Fed with me. <laughs> so it was kind of fucked oh up. Oh my god, dude! So that's that's when I would. Well, I didn't say it then because I didn't really want to fuck my cousin over and like be like, oh yeah, it was me the whole time, and then have everybody be like, oh fuck this, I quit. And yeah, you know, I was just like, yeah, I don't know, man. I you know, I stick it out, man. He's he's. He's going to keep it going, so, you know, stick it out. But then once he eventually shut it down, you know, then I eventually did tell a couple people, and they were like, are you fucking shitting me that that was just <laughs> you the whole time? And I'm like, yeah, it was just me the whole time. <laughs> so it was like we invented catfishing and podcasting. You brought up inventing podcasting. Here's a little fucking piece of my deep, dark history. But, see, the difference is I was like, this is like, 10 12 years ago so i was like 13 or 14 i was somewhere between 11 and 14 that's the difference i had this friend that when i was going to school i was going to a school out in uh, house springs Uh and it was like my first experience with the internet and we didn't post it anywhere but we on the microsoft sound recorder it had Mm -hmm. that same time limit on it it was mm-hmm. like a minute to two minutes or something like that. We mm-hmm. did a radio show, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it, it, I forget exactly what it was, but it's like a radio show. And I remember one, like we're having a conversation, and then it's like, oh, my God, there's a helicopter! And all of a sudden, we're being shot at by a helicopter. <laughs> it was fucking insanity and retarded. But again, I was like 12. Yeah. I wasn't 25, <laughs> pretending to be fucking 35 people. Oh. And, and so another escalation before that fell apart was uh, we oh, decided God. we decided to expand and create a, a hardcore league. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Did you, like, have different brands? Yeah, we did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we had different. So we had the main the main fed was the New Age, New Age Outsider Wrestling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then we had the... Um, the N, let's see, New Age. Yeah, then we had New Age Japan Wrestling. So that was like a Japanese wrestling league. Okay. So then that was like, well, that was like hardcore. It was all all Japanese characters. Yeah, and like death matches and shit. Yeah. And then... So, did you have characters there that you ran to? Oh, yeah. That was my idea. The, the Japanese oh one was my God. idea. How did you maintain sanity? <laughs> Um, maybe I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> oh but, my! Um, this is fucking nuts, dude. I know. And then I mean, let's see what else. Um, well, okay. So then, then that I left that Fed, and then it, it folded. Yeah. So, so I had um, my two annou- I had two announcer characters. Sorry, I had uh, Dan Biggs and Terry Hook. They called him the captain, <laughs> Captain Hook, okay. right? He was an ex-wrestler. Dan Biggs was a big fat fuck, and his uh, his his avatar picture was John Panette. Do you know who that is? Say it again. John Panette. The uh, comedian. Wasn't he in the Punisher, the Tom Jane Punisher? Maybe. Or am I thinking about somebody different? Maybe I didn't see that, so oh. he was. Um, well, it, is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. He died a few years and, ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him, and he. Kind of yeah. got a squeaky voice every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I used I used him to represent that guy, 
and then okay, and then Terry Hook was my pretty good comedian. Oh yeah, I liked him a lot. Um, yeah, that's why I, I mean his his persona wasn't based off him, but his look, what yeah. I imagined him I gotcha. to look like, was gotcha. based off of him. So they were partners. Okay, so they would they did one show together, and so basically the whole time it was just my Terry Hook character, just like fucking roasting uh, Dan Biggs. Dan Biggs was the straight man. He was trying to call the matches and then Terry yeah. Hook was the Bobby the Brain uh Heenan type and he yeah. would just he would just fucking skewer Dan Biggs the whole time. Like fucking ruthless. Yeah. So when I left, I took those guys with me, right? So those yeah. those were mine. So then I started my own fed. Without your Yes. On my God. own. Oh my totally God. solo. So that was called the Big Time Wrestling Alliance. Spelt with the name, spelt like Dan Biggs' name, B-I-G-G. Yeah. So he was the president of that. <laughs> <laughs> he was the president of that league. And then, okay. And then I got, some of the guys came over after my cousin's fed folded. Some of those guys came over. Oh, my um, God. And that one didn't last that long. That one only lasted, I don't know, six months or so. Then I just lost interest and was like, yeah, this is fucking... Then I started looking back on those two years, like after yeah. that, after that, uh, after it all kind of blew up, and it was like, what a fucking waste of two years. <laughs> you know, it yeah. seemed so awesome at the time, and then it was like, what a fucking waste of time. Well, I mean, like I can understand the role playing aspect, and there's people, you know, they've been role playing for decades using the same character or characters. Yeah, but this, this is a whole nother fucking level, dude. It was like, um. It was like creative writing with, with rules. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's like you're playing a game of D and D with yourself. Kinda. And there were times it's... when I there were times when I had to do that too. <laughs> I was oh right both God. was right both sides of the match, both of the both both sides of a promo, like talking back and forth to myself. And then fucking. And did you did you my favor cousin... different characters? Oh yeah. <laughs> I had oh, I had these God. two. I had these two. Um, the Smalls brothers, I invented those guys. They were a tag team because we needed tag teams. Yeah. So it's Danny Danny and Derek Smalls. Derek Smalls huh. named after the Spinal Tap bass player. Okay. And uh, they were brothers, and they were kind of like the Hardy Boys. Yeah. And they lived in a shitty apartment, and most of their promos were cut in their apartment. And <laughs> sometimes it would end with them fucking wrecking the place, fighting each other over who ate the last of the cereal, shit like that. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh, wow. I mean, I can't even laugh anymore. It's it feels cruel. Oh my god. So like, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious. You've always had kind of a flair for role playing and that type of shit. Um. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've or maybe liked not flair. Yeah, I've liked yeah, it, but say, it was. It's yeah, really yeah. like the um, the advent of the internet that really like let me do some weird shit like not weird but not weird it. but like yeah not weird but it's like that that the anonymity of the internet and and isn't it funny like back in the day it's like don't you ever tell anybody your name your age your location on the internet now it's like if they don't fucking say their name mm -hmm. you know you're not real you're suspect yeah right. well yeah i mean i think about that all the time and like we thought it was hilarious at the time but now it's like man yeah. it's kind of fucked up how we were lying to those people and like you know the whole. I mean, like it was. It's straight up catfishing, dude. Like, yeah, 
like they thought they were talking to real people and <laughs> they weren't talking to real people. They were talking to like three guys. I was going to say they were talking to real people just nowhere near what they thought they were doing. Yep. That's fucking insane. I know, and I think they all did it. I think the, all the feds did that. Cuz that used to be a big thing, man. Like that used to be a hot shit thing. Like they were all over the place. Really? Yeah. I did a I did a search today to see if that was even still a thing. And I guess it kind of is, but not not like it was. Yeah, that's fucked up. So anyway, then that was the end of wrestling for me, because I I was really only like into wrestling because we were doing this Fed. Yeah, like that's that's the only reason I started watching again and stuff. And you know, I did like it, I enjoyed it, but once that once that Fed part wasn't there, and it was like it kind of it was like took it was out like, yeah. your reason for being there. Yeah, and it was like, eh, this really isn't my thing, really. Like, I was I was doing it because the other thing was fun. Yeah, I gotcha. So, so like, were you a WCW dude? Yeah, I was both. Oh, okay. I was, I was, more, I was probably more WCW at first. Um, okay. Because fucking WWF got, like, super raunchy and super... Oh, yeah. Like, and super, like, like, what the fuck are they doing, man? WCW was more about, you know... It, it was more traditional kind of wrestling, I guess. Yeah. But see, that's the part of the evolution of the business. That's what won the war for WWF, WWE. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And I mean, I'm not going to deny it. Some of that shit, that's great shit even now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then but, some of it's like, what is, what? How is well, this even I mean, on even, TV? The, even the really good shit, it's like, it is like, how the fuck did this how did this get past the censors? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, for quite a while, WWE, F at the time, but WWE, they still taped a lot of their shit. Because, mm-hmm. like, they were doing, you know, a one-hour show a week, and then they would tape two episodes a week. So it's kind of like, you know, you'd have a live show, and then next week's taped, and then a live show. And even then, they would... Have shit that it's like, this is weird. How are they getting away with this? Mm-hmm. And then when they went just flat out live taping every week, it got worse. And it's like, okay, I guess at that point it's just like, you know, do what you want and then deal with the fallout later. But I mean, they kept getting sponsors and they kept getting more viewers. And it's like, how is this possible? Yeah. And then the bottom kind like of fell you said, out a they did, they did crazy shit. But yeah, that's just... Yeah. That's a piece of history right there. Yep. <laughs> I'm a pioneer, guys. Just, yeah. You know, I like Steve Jobs and, you know, people like that. I'm, I'm an innovator and a maverick ahead of the times. I'm fucking speechless <laughs> at this point. Because <laughs> it's like some of the weird shit I do, it's like I don't feel so bad about it anymore. <laughs> So anyway, maybe 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 one of these days I'll throw one of those shows up for people to read. Yeah, that would be. And hey, if you don't have a place to house it, I've got a place for you. <laughs> oh yeah, we could. Yeah, I could donate one of those shows to your uh, your blog site. Oh wow, that's okay. Could be even like uh, content for a future show. I could I could send you a copy of one of the shows and we could read through it and uh, you could pick it apart and make fun of it. Uh, well, yeah, we could do that, or you know, take it seriously and actually read it as a, you know, as a oh, like a radio play or uh, yeah, maybe no, maybe. 
I mean, we could make it a segment on the show. Who knows? Well, I, I guess we need to move along to the final segment, huh? Um, I just want to apologize real quick. We'll probably get to it next time we record. But uh, at Corny Jenkins, he sent us a couple um, questions for our 10th episode. And as you see, we didn't really get to them because we had a lot of other stuff on our plate. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I just wanted to say sorry to him and thank you. We will get to him. I promise you that. So, yeah, let's go to our – are you ready to go to our other new segment? Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's hurry up and look. we've got to wrap this up. Okay, okay. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Okay, now you give us yours first. Because okay. mine is something that I know you'll have a lot of fire on. Okay. Rib meat. Rib meat? Rib meat. Fuck your rib meat. When I buy chicken tenders or fucking chicken nuggets, I don't want your goddamn rib meat, okay? All this shit says with rib meat, fuck you and your rib meat. Okay. You don't know what I'm talking I've... about? No, not really. <laughs> you ever bought frozen chicken nuggets at the store and it says with with rib meat? Oh, okay. Like, I don't want your fucking rib meat ground into my chicken nugget. Get that fucking shit out of there. And this angers you because... Because I fucking hate it. <laughs> Can you tell what's rib meat and what's not? Yeah, rib meat's all fucking hard and chewy and it's like the shit that's like fucking <laughs> tendons and shit. Okay, I've or never like, really... Or like, or like a chicken uh, like a chicken breast. It's got yeah. a fucking big old hunk of meat hanging off the side. It's fucking gross. I have to cut that. I have to cut that shit off before I cook it. It's fucking nasty. Uh, <laughs> it's, held, it's held on with a piece of white fucking skin or tendon or some shit. Get just fucking cut it off. Why the fuck is it hanging on there? All it does is add to the weight of the package. Yeah. You fucking you fucking and crooked little cocksucker. It. Yeah, crooked bastard. <laughs> so take your rib meat and shove it up your fucking ass. <laughs> fuck that shit. That's something I haven't even ever considered, man. Yep. <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> I don't have nothing to add to that. No, I didn't figure you would, but Ugh. they've been they've been warned. They're on notice now. Fucking butchers. Okay, cut that shit off. <laughs> um, all right then. Some well, bitch. my mine this week is something that I know that you've really railed against for a while, and I have too. Not. Probably not to the extent that you have, but still, I have. Uh-oh. All these fucking cocksuckers out there that claim to be the biggest fan of anything. Fuck off, alright? Oh, yeah, you wanna, fuck off. You want to fucking shit on somebody because you've been a fan of something for longer? Yeah, that's why your fucking franchise is going to die, because of cocksuckers like you that are out there, I've been a fan of this, I'm the biggest fan. Fuck you, dude. Without new blood, that shit's gonna die, and you're gonna be just fucking sitting in your corner covered in fucking dust, acting mm. like an asshole because you're your biggest fan. Ugh, I'm your biggest fan. Fuck off. Ugh. I've been seeing that shit a lot in, like, the last week or so, and it's like, okay, I get it. New fans can be annoying and shit, but you were fucking new at one point, too, asshole. 
Some of us were new when the thing was new, but, you know, still. It doesn't matter. <laughs> if you're going to be fucking a dick like that, fuck off. No, I would never be and a like, dick like that. And the thing that really gets, and uh, I mean, it's it's kind of a sidebar off of this topic, is like the new fans who come in and try to fucking talk shit to the old fans because, you know, they're new. Fuck mm. you, too. Yeah, fuck you, too. If if you're going to try and fucking wave your dick as a fan of anything, don't be a fucking asshole about it, all right? Yeah. Or you get a resounding fuck you. Don't fucking try to cut other people off and don't try to fucking show off because you just learned something a week ago that I've known for six years. All right, assholes? Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah, that's this week's fuck this shit. So now I guess it's time to wrap up, huh? Yep. Went by fast. I know. And I mean, this was this is mostly this was mostly just me bearing my soul and airing my dirty laundry. And me fucking biting my knuckles, giggling my ass off. Oh, you weren't supposed to bite your knuckles, man. You're well, supposed I was to come trying at to me. I Maybe maybe next maybe next episode after you have a week or so to process. Oh, god. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was fucking stifling laughs the entire time. I'm sure you'll hear it on my recording. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, wow. So, yeah, that's, we covered a lot of shit, though, you know? So, let's wrap up how we always wrap up and thank, once again, thank Jay Sarge for our intro song, at the Jay Sarge on Twitter. It's Great fucking dude. He does a great job with the music for all the shit that he does. It's much appreciated, sir. Yep. Thanks, Jay Sarge. And then, um, at Sherry Says on Twitter, Sherry, she did our logo. Again, it's fucking amazing. I love it. And she does great work, too. No matter what she does, she does fucking well. Again, I've said, like, the logo, she's done voice work for me and us. She's a pretty damn good singer, too, so thanks to both of them. Sherry's awesome. Don't forget, subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel because there's four swear reels up that I cut from our first three episodes. Episode three swear reel was so fucking long that it had to be cut in half. (laughs) We swear a lot. Yes, we do. I honestly thought that it was just going to be me. No, you swear a lot, too. I've gotten sort of out of the habit um, working in an office for so long, but, yeah, when you get me going, I I go right back to... You get a chance, you're uh, like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, I go right back to uh, working in a warehouse. Yeah. Working on a dock. Well, I did. I I figured it was just going to be all me, you know, fuck, cocksucker, motherfucker, son of a bitch, pussy fart. But... But cutting that, yeah, you've got a lot of the fucking shit in there, too. So, yeah, it's not just me. He's a potty mouth, too. Yep. And did you've seen him. Did you like those? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say, come on, we got to convince the people to watch the shit. No, yeah, you know? they're good. Yeah, they're good. I like them. I like how you've been kind of coming up with different themes for each one. <laughs> Yeah, that, I. it's not even like I'm coming up with themes, because 
as I cut those, I'm cutting everything in order. All those swears are in sequence. And it yeah, seems like they just came out that way. Yeah, it seems like whenever we get to talking, it's we have a theme throughout it. Like the second one, all it sounded like we both love playing with shit. And then what was it? The first, uh, the third one, that one we both kept talking about cum. <laughs> As we do. <laughs> yeah, you know, what's a better way to spend a fucking Saturday night than talking about cum? Mm-hmm. With another dude. <laughs> uh, there's going to be more swear reels. We're going to be putting up uh, somehow in some way. And at some point we're going to be putting up compilations of the Dooms Joke Corners because I know y'all love it so much. Oh, I just posted a alternate, an alternate theme for Dooms Joke Corner, so check that out. And we're trying to get even more shit think of even more shit to post on the channel so yeah search nerd blitz on youtube and subscribe to us follow us on twitter the pod is at nerd blitz pod i'm at the scooby doom you are at fitzman 73 my other account is at tsdja production your other account and podcast is at jj2 end and it's the podcast is just up to the end you go to jj2end.com we said the camping trip at the top of the show. That's tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com. Go there and get the camping trip, and you'll get, like, three and a half hours of content. The camping trip and then the bonus pod. And then, yeah, the uh, hopefully soon um, book club will start. Hopefully it'll have started by this point or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, we still don't know. But, yeah, that's all we got for you, so. Bye. Come back next time, our sanity depends on it! This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.